Coming up on this episode of Nintendo Cartridge Society, slap some eyes on an inanimate object. We're ranking rare characters from the Nintendo 64 era. It's dangerous to go alone, so the Nintendo Cartridge Society goes with you. Welcome to Nintendo Cartridge Society. My name is Patrick Ellers, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Mark Mitchell. Mark, how's it going? It's going great. We're really enjoying our trip to Paris. That's right. We are still, if you can hear it, we're not getting away with anything. <laughs> That's right. Like, for example, running the air conditioner while we record a podcast because it's too warm in Los Angeles, even at night. No, we're on, uh, we were on the Concorde. That's right. To Paris. But we are now enjoying Paris. And if you're hearing a hum, which hopefully you're not. Right. It is a, uh, it is a, uh, uh, a musician. Yes. Who is serenading us uh-huh. with a... Uh, Old French tune. An old French tune that sounds like the low hum of an air conditioner. You could really go to sleep by it. Uh, Speaking of things you can really go to sleep by, you would like to borrow my copy of Sonic Forces for the Nintendo Switch. It's easy. All you got to do is email us at NintendoCartridgeSociety at at gmail.com. And all those words are spelled the way you would expect them to be spelled. And then I send you my copy of Sonic Forces. Return postage included. That's right. Um, And look... Well, I would like everyone to actually play the game, you don't have to. You want to feed it to your dog? Just make sure you retrieve it from your dog. However that works. You want to put it on your mantle, like a shrine? That's right. Light a votive every night? Ooh, votive. We don't always flex on vocabulary on no, this show. No, but when in Paris. Yeah. <laughs> Here's another thing you can do. You can participate in our Donkey Kong 3 high score tournament. We failed on Tuesday to yes. say that you should get your high scores into us by August 23rd. Yes. Um, so uh, uh, one of our listeners was tweeting at us uh, this last week um, about their inability to get past a certain section of the game, saying it has become impossible at this point. Um, and so I will share a little tip. There does reach a point where you have to jump in the air while firing in order to force Donkey Kong uh, up even further. That if you are standing still on the ground and firing upward, it will not, it's not powerful enough. You need to jump as you shoot. Also, don't forget that you can win socks if you are the high score. Yeah. Mark got these socks for yeah. us, everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are real stakes here. Like, this matters. Another thing that really matters. Yes, please. Super Mario Maker 2 levels. Yes. I think we're both loving Super Mario Maker 2. We would love to play more of your guys' levels. Thank you to everyone who has shared them so far. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm currently working on a level uh, that is based around the Super Mario 3D World theme, uh, and it keeps giving you cat suits, and it is just about climbing up stuff as the cat. I love it. So I'll just, you get to be a kitty cat. Also, if you haven't made any levels yet, but you want to share your maker code, yeah. send them our way. Yeah, we would love it. Email us, Nintendo Cartridge Society at, at gmail.com. Or this is the kind of thing that you can tweet us as well, at Nincart Society. All right, Mark, are you, are you today's topic is a little strange, right? Um, we, we got an email 
um, from Riley. Riley says, um, hi, guys. I'm a fan, and I have some ideas for an episode. What's your favorite Pokemon? This is where the email starts. It's not what we're doing. He says, uh, aesthetically and statistically, mine is Arceus. Um, he says, another idea, here we go, is your favorite N64 game. Mine is also the Banjo-Kazooie line of games. Um, he likes Banjo-Kazooie, but uh, maybe prefers Nuts and Bolts. That got us thinking. Banjo-Kazooie, favorite Nintendo 64 games. Ma Rare really went on a, uh, a, an epic little run on the Nintendo 64 where they were putting out a bunch of games that are more or less synonymous with Nintendo, even though... Uh, they are now, you know, owned by Microsoft. So we thought it would be fun to talk about all the characters that they created during the Nintendo 64 era and rank them. Absolutely. Um, so will Banjo appear high in our rankings? Uh, probably. Uh, let's get into it. All right. Let's, <laughs> let's do it. Let's get into it. But, 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 but before we get into it, uh, but, 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 but. yep. Um, so we what? chose not mm. to do yes every character from every game that Rare made for the Nintendo sixty four because we just don't have strong feelings about. I was gonna say Jet Set Radio, but that can't possibly be right. Jet Grind. No, 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 no. What is... Uh, Jet Force Gemini. Jet Force Gemini. Um, yeah, we don't know Jet Force Gemini. We don't know Blast Corps. So... There, I don't think there are any characters in Blast Corps other than cars. Cars? Okay. Yeah. So look, look. Those characters or vehicles are being ruled out. Killer Instinct Gold? No. Well, so here's the thing. Killer Instinct was actually more a product of the Super Nintendo era, was out in arcades. So... Even though they would have uh, like grown the roster during that time, we're going to say no Killer Instinct characters. So if you want to include them mentally on your own remembrance of this ranking, right? just low at the bottom. That's where they would be. Just super low at the bottom, uh, except uh, Jago, Fulgor, and Glacius are all uh, like right at the top. They're like one, two, three. <laughs> um. Otherwise, also Saberwolf, he's up there too, and maybe Spinal. TJ Combo's okay, and uh, Orchid, she's good. Anyway, <laughs> so basically, what we're, the the character pool that we are are pulling from here is restricted to kind of just a couple games, right? We're talking Banjo Kazooie, we're talking Banjo Tooie. We're talking Donkey, uh, no, Diddy Kong Racing, um, Perfect Dark, and Conker's, Conker's Bad, Bad Fur Day. Day. And Donkey Kong 64. And Donkey Kong 64, yes. Yeah. Um, and uh, so we, we also, we, we need to land on this. Um, you had suggested maybe we just do playable characters. Well, okay, because we're already eliminating so many other characters yeah. from the ranking. I don't know if we need to put any more, like, structure on it. Sure. So, and I, I think the only characters that um, we are including in here that aren't really playable characters, we've got Mumbo. Um, Who's, like, a boss from Diddy Kong Racing? No. So, I mean, he may be a boss from Diddy yeah. Kong Racing, but he is primarily a, uh, a, a, like, witch doctor in um, 
Banjo Kazooie. Oh, okay. You you give him the Mumbo's tokens, and he transforms you uh, in in each level into something different. Gotcha. Um, so we we've got Mumbo. We've got uh, Gruntilda from uh, Banjo Kazooie. We also have Tootie, um, Banjo's sister from Banjo Kazooie. Um, and we've got Whizpig, who is the boss from Diddy Kong Racing. The ultimate bad guy, right? The, yes, the, the chief bad guy. Um, we also have both of the like hidden characters, TT and Drumstick, from uh, Diddy Kong Racing. Um, but I think everyone else is like regular selectable character or... Um. Yeah. So I mean, I'll 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 defer to you. Yeah. If you feel strongly about Mumbo, Wizpig, or Gruntilda, I'm fine removing them. Oh, from, just just or just, in 2D, I guess. Uh. So let 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 let's keep let's keep them in here. Okay. Um. Just because uh I I like Mumbo a lot. Um. And I would feel bad if if we removed him. Also, Wizpig is a giant. He's he's got to be like 13 feet it's, tall. It's a great name. And he rides like a rocket, Mark. So did we list everybody? That no. Should we, we just do it real fast then? Yeah, go for it. So starting from the top, just to b- give you a visual, these are written on sticky notes. Yeah, we haven't used any um, uh, amiibo in this. That's right. Um, we have not created individual standees. This is, uh, are we throwing this one together last minute? <laughs> Maybe, but I think it's going to be fun, Mark. Timber. Yes. Gruntilda. Or Timber's from Diddy Kong Racing. Right, he's a tiger. Uh, Gruntilda from Banjo-Kazooie. She's a witch. Tootie from Banjo-Kazooie. Whizpig from Diddy Kong Racing. TT from Diddy Kong Racing. He's a clock. Uh, Chunky Kong from DK64. Joanna Dark from Perfect Dark. Banjo from Banjo-Kazooie. Kazooie from Banjo-Kazooie. Tip Tup from Diddy Kong Racing. He's a turtle. Drumstick from Diddy Kong Racing. He's a rooster. Crunch from Diddy Kong Racing. He's a Kremlin. Tiny Kong from DK64. Lanky Kong from DK64. Mumbo from Banjo-Kazooie, Pipsy from Diddy Kong Racing, and Bumper from Diddy Kong Racing. So uh, a lot of Diddy Kong Racing. Right. A mouse and a badger, respectively. You did we w- say Conker? Is he written here somewhere? Uh, I think we missed him. Did we miss Conker? I think we did. Then I missed Conker because he was on my list to write. I'm writing him down. Conker from Diddy Kong Racing. <laughs> and Conker's Bad Fur Day. That's right. Um, and uh, the the... Game Boy Color Conquer game as well. Um, should we let's let's talk a little bit about Conquer before we get into everything else? Um, because he has got the weirdest identity of any any of these characters. So uh, I don't really like rude dudes, right? And Conquer, man, and Conquer's bad fur day. He's a rude dude. He uh, is a hard drinker, hard lover. Uh, he dies and goes to hell. Those types of characters just like wear thin for me really mm. quickly. I don't really like um whatever the name of the cigar smoking talking baby is in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Like uh, it, it's fine for like baby Herman. Herman? Baby yeah. Herman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's I feel like it's fine for a quick one note joke. Yeah. But I think it's hard to build an entire game around a character like that or an entire story around a character like that. So I, the thing that's interesting about Conquer is that in the Game Boy game um, and in Diddy Kong Racing, where he appears, he does not have any of that attitude. He is, and the character was originally envisioned as just like a cute mascot 
you know, for a like simple platforming game. And as the development went on, it became clear that like they didn't have a specific vision for this character. And so they just changed him completely, basically made him Deadpool um, and made a different kind of game, um, an M rated game on the Nintendo 64. Um, where, yeah, there were ratings at the time, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and so, like, if he's most famous for being that version of Conker, but he has two other appearances not being that character. I also, uh, Conker is also not, like, the most aesthetically displeasing of mm. all of the characters here to me. So I, I'm not ready to, like, pass judgment on Conker quite right, yet. Right, right, right. But I do think he's a really interesting case because a lot of these, um, and I haven't played a ton of Diddy Kong Racing. But I really only have room in my heart for one kart racer, and it'll forever be Mario Kart. Mod Nation Racers. <laughs> yeah. Garfield Kart. But um, a lot of these characters are Diddy Kong Racing characters, mm-hmm. and they, from what I can tell and my experience with them, kind of just fall into the 1990s rare aesthetic of, like, here's a character who's maybe muscular when they shouldn't be and also has really big eyes. I'm yeah. thinking, of course, about... Uh, what? Uh, oh, darn it. What's the name of the crocodile? Uh, cr- no, so are you thinking Crunch? Crunch, yeah. So Crunch doesn't... Uh, they, so the, there are other Kremlings that look too beefy, right? But I don't know. He's, he's got, like, kind of a dumpy build. Oh, does he? Yeah. Um... Like, you may be thinking of like Crusha. Oh, maybe. Or yeah. like one, one of those other like named Kremlings. Mm-hmm. Um, no, this guy's like real bottom heavy, has the look of, um, oh, what is that, uh, that Hanna Barbera um, crocodile character? I don't know. There's, I mean, I, I, can, I can picture who you're talking about, but yeah. I don't know his name. I'm going to look it up. Okay. <laughs> and. Should I be talking while yeah, you're sure, looking it sure. up? Or <laughs> okay, uh, so the Diddy Kong racing characters, I just don't necessarily feel that strong about because I don't know if there's anything to them other than just like their aesthetics. Wally Gator, he's got a purple hat and he's got like a collar, like he's wearing a shirt, but he's not wearing a shirt. He's just wearing a collar. <laughs> he's just wearing a collar and like shirt cuffs. That's really weird. <laughs> that is a weird design. Um. Oh, okay. Well. So, how how, how do you want to approach this? Because we've got, by my count, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eight. We've got eighteen characters on the board here, and a bunch of them are Diddy Kong Racing characters. So maybe we should just go through the Diddy Kong Racing characters and uh, do a quick like, do they move on to like be included in? Because look. We're ranking these, but I think it's going to be like, here's the bottom half, and here are the ones that we actually like. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, so let's, let, let's take the, the Diddy Kong Racing characters, and we can just quick talk about uh, what they are, why they might be interesting, um, and let's keep Conker and Banjo, obviously, out of it. Um, Do you want to include Wizpig in here? Uh, yeah. Okay. T-T as well. Okay. Um, so, and we'll save uh, TT and uh, Drumstick for, and, and, and Wizpig. We'll, we'll save all, all, all them for later. So that just leaves us with Pipsy, Bumper, Timber, Crunch, 
and tipped up. Oh, sorry. And real quick, if you're wondering why we don't have, you know, like uh, Dixie Kong or Diddy Kong or Donkey here, we're not including characters that were created before the N64 era. That's right. Um, so, uh, yeah, it, this is strictly an exercise in characters created during the Nintendo 64 era. Um, so a lot of these guys are pretty forgettable. Um, but I tell you what, Tip Top the Turtle, he's one of the like light, um, speedier, you know, e- tighter handling, um, but, you know, low, high speed, um, but quick acceleration characters that I used to use a lot in Diddy Kong Racing. Um, so, like, yeah, maybe they are all kind of like uh, expendable and forgettable. But he's a cute little turtle, so I, I'd like to at least save him from uh, like a- elimination here. Well, he uh, so he is a pretty cute turtle, but I actually think the one that I think is the cutest is Bumper, uh-huh, the badger. Bumper's a badger, um, because he's wearing these like Flash Gordon type gloves, uh-huh, utility belt, mm-hmm. and then uh, helmet with goggles, hard hat with goggles. He's cute is what I'm saying. He is cute. All right. So let's let, let let's save uh Bumper and Tip Top. Um but we are going to effectively eliminate Timber who is a tiger, which is cute, but he looks basically just like Daniel Tiger from uh uh Mr. Rogers neighborhood. Um Crunch, who Mark has pulled up a picture now and you can see that he's he's very bottom heavy. Mm-hmm. Um but he is wearing like a leather vest or something. It's confusing. Um, and Pipsy, who is a little mouse. Pipsy, it's difficult for me to express how much I hate the name Pipsy. Uh, try, please. There's something that is so grating about it to me. So, like, trying hard to be cute. Yes. That I, like, think really, it's like the worst of rare. Yeah. The it, name, it, mm-hmm. the character design, Pipsy drives me crazy. Also, and look, we're not going to go off on too many, like, anglophobic rants here. But Pipsy is also, like, off-puttingly English, right? <laughs> like, it just, it, the, the whole thing, I just, I just don't want it. I just don't want it. <laughs> the other one of these we haven't really talked about yet, but yeah. that I find infuriating yeah. is... TT. Right. So he's the time trial clock. He starts the game as just a time trial clock. So that like when you're doing the time trial, uh, like his ghost is what you race against. Um, and then eventually he becomes a character that you unlock. Still, no matter what, he's just a clock. You know, when you're like driving around the city and the city of Los Angeles, any city, really. Sure. Okay. I feel like this is universal. Okay. And, you know, there's a dentist office that spells like uh kid dental care and the care is spelled with a k yes like kid yeah and they have you know generic art of happy teeth and children playing and maybe an alarm clock because tt's design is exactly like that generic type of like clip art type design yeah that that is true it's you know the uh, the um, like happy foot, sad foot sign uh, in, in Los Angeles that mm-hmm. is it's like being torn down or something like the it, it's a it's a foot clinic yes 
Uh, I was also going to use the phrase foot clinic. Because that's what it's called. It's okay, called okay, I think great. it's called the Silver Lake Foot Clinic. There we go. So on Sunset Boulevard, they have this famous to LA sign, rotating sign, where one side is a foot that's happy, and the other side is a foot that's like beat up in a cartoonish way. Like he has like a bandage across his foot head and yes. he's on crutches. Right. And if you're saying, how could a foot be on crutches? Yes, this foot has arms and legs. No one understands it. Everyone loves it. Um, and it's going away. But uh, th- that is a much more like specific or like interesting design than the kind of tooth character that you're imagining. Or TT Clock, yeah, which so, is just a clock with eyes. So it's a real... I mean, he has hands and feet as well. Yeah, and like a hat. I mean, who cares? But it's a real uh, toss-up for me <laughs> between uh, TT and Pipsy, which is just like bottom of the barrel, not even trying right. characters. Um, counterpoint drumstick. Now, this is like a, a, a maverick rooster who is like way better at racing than all the rest of these kids. This is one cool bird. That's right. Um, and I'm going to say he, he moves on to the next. Mark just showed me a picture of him. He's wearing overalls and he's kind of like giving us the finger guns. Mm-hmm. Um, he he's, sucks, but, but he's, high, high he's up on so the list. He's so cool, man. He's like went from being so stupid to being amazing. Yeah, he, he, he goes all the way around yeah. uh, to the fact that we, we like him now. We like him now. So we're going we're gonna to save him till, yep. till, till, the, till, till later. later. Um, and then Whizpig. Um, we talked a little bit about Whizpig. Um, he is the big evil pig who is in charge of like ruining the island or something. <laughs> Um, and he regularly rides around on like a rocket while you have to race him in like a plane or a hovercraft or whatever. I realize a lot of these characters, again, I'm looking at a picture of Whizpig, and he is a pig wearing like a purple jumpsuit with a cape. Yeah, I mean, he's kind of boring Ganon. Yeah, I feel like a lot of these characters, a lot of these rare characters, especially in Diddy Kong Racing, have the um, dimensions of like Nelson from The Simpsons. Okay, sure. Too much shoulders? I don't really... <laughs> With, like, a little, like, pot belly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't really like Whizpig. All right, let's get rid of him. So long, Whizpig. Does so... he go with Pips- Pipsy and TT? He does. Uh, so the only uh, Diddy Kong Racing characters that we will be considering as we go into the finals, whatever that means, is uh, Tip Top Drumstick and Bumper. Um, a turtle, a rooster, and a badger, respectively. Um, all right. Let's let's talk about the uh, Donkey Kong 64 characters. Um, so we're not talking about Donkey Kong. We are not talking about Diddy Kong. We are talking about Lanky, Tiny, and Chunky. Um, which of these characters do you like? Also, can you remember which where we ranked them in our ranking the Kongs episode? I can't. I think they were all in like the mysterious middle, pretty yeah, much. That's probably middle right. Middle to low. Um. I think I like Chunky the best. I think I like Lanky the best. Okay. I think Lanky definitely seems like he has the most utility. He has the most utility and is also kind of the most unique of them. Like, you could make an argument that, like, Tiny Kong is basically uh, Dixie with big pants and Chunky is basically Kitty Kong, right? Yeah, I, gu- I guess you could. Um, yeah, Tiny, I have no love for. She's gone. See ya, Tiny. Um. 
<laughs> I won't. This is the most chaotic ranking we've ever done because we're eliminating people from, <laughs> right, from yeah. the ranking. Uh, um, so I, I kind of want to keep both, Lanky okay. and Chunky. I'm All not right. ready to get rid of rid of either of them somebody i am ready to get rid of is mumbo whoa why i uh, i think it's an unfortunate racial stereotype that that's fair doesn't need to <laughs> be up for consideration um that is fair i do like his uh functionality in the game i like the uh character design like the big like skull head i think is very cool uh but you're right he's a witch doctor and uh you know we don't need to embrace that one character who's um, still up for consideration to be ranked, I think is how this is working out, is Joanna Dark, which is, a, I find a really difficult one to know what to do because she's such a different character from everybody else on the list. Everyone else here is an anthropomorphic animal. And they're like real goofy. Real and goofy. super cute. Mm-hmm. But, and that's not what they were going for with Joanna Dark at all. Right. Um... Let me ask you about your experience playing Perfect Dark. I've actually never played... Well, I don't think that's true. I've played the multiplayer mm-hmm. of Perfect Dark. I played much more Perfect Dark Zero for the Xbox 360. Yeah. Um, well, can you tell me about her character from that? Because I am not a Perfect Dark uh, person, so I don't really know what her deal is. My memory is that she's pretty much just like a cool spy. Cool so spy. I, I think of her as a mix between Samus from Metroid and James Bond. Right. And, I mean, that's not totally far off uh, just because she is uh, basically a fill-in for James Bond when they were like, we want to make another GoldenEye game, uh, but we can't because we don't have the license forever. Um, so here we go. Joanna Dark, Perfect Dark is now its own thing. Um, but yeah, I... I I will agree that she should be included in our like final ranking of our uh, favorite favorite characters here, um, but I don't really know what to do with her. It, it's difficult because like, how do you measure Joanna Dark against Kazooie? Yeah, it's very strange. There's such like different things. I guess we'll figure it out. Yeah, um, Tootie. Yeah, killer. Get rid of her. Okay. Fine with me. <laughs> All right, great. Uh, 2D, of course, being uh, Banjo's, I believe, little sister, but maybe that's not as established as I as I think it is. Um, yeah, I mean, she's kind of kind of a, a non character and has the uh, the weird. Um, she dresses exactly like uh, Tiny Kong, like the two big clothes, where you're like, guys, it's 1995, not 1991. Am I right? Oh wow, wow. Uh, which kind of leaves us with Banjo, Kazooie, and Gruntilda from Banjo Kazooie. Um, and I will go to bat for Gruntilda. She is the witch and the main antagonist, um, in the game. And uh, she's cool in that she will like she speaks in riddles and in rhyme. Um, and it's just a very like well written and interesting character. I think the other thing I like about Gruntilda is that. You know, Rare has a very specific aesthetic. Yes. And I think it works well for Gruntilda. Yeah, totally. And that, like, having her in there uh, just, like, sets the tone for that world incredibly well. That it's not just, like, here's a super cute thing. It's, like, here's a cute thing with, like, an uh, intentionally ugly twist. Um, And I 
think she typifies that. Yeah, I, I think really for the most part, all of the characters that we have left in here um, do the rare look very well. Okay, who, who do we got left here? We have Conker, Joanna Dark, Gruntilda, Kazooie, Chunky Kong, Lanky Kong, Tip Top, Gruntilda, Banjo, did I say Gruntilda twice? I think so. Uh, bumper and then Drumstick. I will say the one that I, I don't understand why he's still here is Tip Top. Because I like turtles. <laughs> he's gone. He's gone. He's been eliminated. <laughs> Uh, all right, so now we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Top nine, weird. And that's not a top ten, but Mark already took Tip Top. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess we, could, right, we come... could keep Tip Top as number, number 10. 10. <laughs> all right, that's fair. Top ten, Tip Top, coming in at number ten. Coming in at number ten, Tip Top. Uh, uh, okay, so let's, let's, let's uh, take our least favorite characters from this and make like sort of a bottom third. I think we should do that. Before yes. we do that, can we talk a little bit about because we haven't we have not really talked about Banjo or Kazooie. Um a little weird to me to separate them into two separate characters. Like I understand why. Yeah. But I always think of them as as a one singular character. entity. And that they are, you know, a singular entity in uh the, the game. You're basically controlling them together. And that is obviously they appear together in Smash Brothers, or they will when um when they finally come out. Um but like they are separate care like they have separate personalities um and separate abilities, they just always like do them in tandem. So if you are not familiar with the characters or not familiar with the the names, Banjo is the bear mm -hmm. and Kazooie is the bird who sits in like a backpack yeah, on Banjo's back. Lives inside Banjo's backpack. Um, and will, uh, you know, help him, like, fly or, you know, peck with his beak or, you know, uh, sometimes his legs will come out of the uh, backpack and run around that way. And in the first two Banjo-Kazooie games, it's used, like, in a really interesting way. It's kind yeah. of like having, you know, how, like, Flood helps, gives Mario new maneuvers in Super Mario Sunshine. This was not really something we had seen from a platformer on the N64. Like, Mario was a lot of that game was just like using Mario's core techniques with occasional short power-ups. Banjo-Kazooie yeah. was basically like having some of those power-ups the entire time. Well, n and not really like the entire time is sort of misleading because you have to, uh, you have to like learn each of uh, mm, Kazooie's moves. Yeah. Um, which is cool. Like that uh, Banjo-Kazooie's moveset increases the, the, the more you play the game. And then in the second game, they start with all of those moves and then get more, um, which is e and like another kind of cool wrinkle um, and also like kind of backs away from the like kind of Metroid thing of like, here you start with all the powers, then they get stripped away. I To me, I think if we were counting them as one character, they would probably... They'd be number be one, kind of no number question, one. right? But as separate, I, I will be interested to see where we end up ranking them. Uh, yeah. Do you, do you have, like, I think... Maybe I'm speaking out of turn, but I think everybody's favorite out of the two is going to be Banjo. Oh, yeah, totally. Well, because, uh, like, well, I do think of them as a unit. Um, Kazooie's just mean to Banjo. Um, and Banjo, I come on. Banjo's got that, uh-huh, like, that just, like, little guffaw where he's just, like, happy to see you. And he gives you a little thumbs up. And it's not that birds are completely unlovable. But birds may be completely unlovable. <laughs> well, birds up against bears. Right. is like not much of a contest for most people. 
I know there are bird people, and I right. respect that. Right, but, but like look, we we have an obvious uh, mammalian bias, and I I say we just embrace it. Yeah, and also I think I'm gonna put drumstick way higher on this list than our bird anti bias would suggest. He's a bird. <laughs> He's a bird. Um. So yeah, I I mean I I suspect that even by himself, banjo ends up at number one. Um. But that's just that's just what I s- suspect. So we have tip top down here at the bottom. Yes. Of our top ten. Who else goes at the bottom? I think Bumper. Because as much as I like the design of Bumper, there's just not much personality there. Right. Um, I, I will agree with that. So Bumper's going in at number nine. Uh, then I think we need to address some of these, uh, some of the Kongs that we have remaining. Uh, Chunky and Lanky. So, do you... I, I think I put Chunky next at, at number eight. Under, before Conquer or Kazooie. Because I think I might like Chunky more than I like Kazooie. All right, let's put Kazooie next on here at number eight. And then Chunky. Yeah, I think that's fair. Because I think I do, well, well we were talking about uh, Conquer and like his, you know, bad attitude persona. I do. I find that trying, but I I do think it's interesting that they did something with that character, and that that is also not how he always appears. Um, like if Conquer could, if if they would have like continued making games with him, um, that he could have been like uh, a, a mascot that adapts whatever persona they need. That's interesting. Um, I also like the idea that just like Conquer is normally a super nice chipper. Yeah, dude. We just caught him on a bad Friday. Exactly. Yeah, where like everything's going wrong for him, just having a real tough time of it. Uh, l- so let's let's put him next. Let's put him ab- above Chunky Kong. What do you say? Or uh, do you want him even higher? Tentatively, I'm okay with that. I I do have to say that like I I don't have a lot of love in my heart for Lanky Kong. I don't really like you know I don't really love any of the new Kongs that were introduced in yes. DK64. Um, Except for Lanky Kong, of course. <laughs> uh, the other one that I don't really feel strongly about, because I don't know that she's ever like left that much of an impression on me, is Joanna Dark. Sure. So maybe maybe Joanna Dark goes next. Because I, I, I will go to bat for Lanky just because he is so weird. So Lanky, as the name suggests, has very long arms. I mean, first of all, it needs to be understood that he's like an orangutan, right? That like the rest of the monkeys that are like chimps and gorillas, and then he is an orangutan. Mm-hmm. He's the only one. And if you've never played Donkey Kong 64, it's the pr- way the game works basically is like there are space, there's like shared level spaces, and then a lot of times you have to change which Kong you are because they have different abilities in order to collect a certain number of bananas, in order to, like, open up the next level. So it's a lot of, like, you're not playing as Donkey Kong all the time. You're constantly switching between the Kongs because you need different abilities in order to complete the levels. Right, and much to the game's detriment, a lot of their different abilities are, like, functionally the same, but they look different. Like, they each have a separate uh, musical instrument that they play. They each have uh, guns, uh, but different types of guns. So, like... Uh, Lanky Kong, I believe, shoots grapes, um, and like out of a a blow da, uh, like blow dart gun, um, and so like 
the game will often have you like running up to something with a grape on it and they'll be like, oh, I got to go get Lanky and have him do this, even though it's functionally the exact same as Diddy Kong shooting, you know, peanuts at it. Um, so, I mean, that that's just a, a bummer about that game and not necessarily a bummer about Lanky Kong. So why, in that case, Lanky, what is it about Lanky that you like that leaves an impression on you? It's the stretchy arms. For sure, the stretchy arms, and just the fact that uh, he has that like s- the the way he walks, right? He he like throws. He's very like spidery. Um, he's got like a, an arms first way of walking. Um, and it's just like the most like expressly ridiculous of the Kong characters. Whereas like Chunky is just like a big dumb baby, which again they've done big dumb baby in the Kongs before. Yeah, I think that's fair. So are we saying Joanna Dark and then Conquer and then Lanky? Yeah, maybe. I mean, it's hard to make an argument for... Look, I kind of want to put Joanna Dark above Conquer only because I like her polite demeanor. <laughs> okay, I'm, 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 I'm fine with that. So we'll go uh, after Chunky Kong, we go Conquer. Right? Uh-huh. And, and then, then Joanna Dark. And then Lanky. And then Lanky. All right, great. Because on NCS, manners matter. Manners matter. That means our top three rare characters of the Nintendo 64 era are... <laughs> Drumstick. Drumstick, Banjo, and Gruntilda. <laughs> I'm shaking my head, but at the same time, it feels right. If you're doubting us, look up a picture of Drumstick. Yeah. He is so stupid yeah and if you don't immediately melt from his sheer coolness <laughs> you're a liar uh so what wh- wh- how, how does the top three shake out here for you mark i really like gruntilda okay i well uh, i'm torn because gruntilda and banjo to me are kind of like the perfect form yes. of this rare n64 aesthetic i agree I like Gruntilda because she's a little more down-to-earth and grungy. I can relate to Gruntilda a little bit more. Uh-huh. Like, Banjo would be at the gym next to me, and he's, like, loud on the machines while he's, like, pumping iron. But he's jovial. He is. He's very kind. He'll, like, wipe down the machine, um, help you, like, show you how to use it if he sees you, like, looking at it because you're not sure. Right. Like, he'll initiate that contact. But Gruntilda... You know, if you need somebody to just order a pizza with, Gruntilda's not going to give you any judgment. Uh, right? See, I disagree on that. I think Gruntilda is going to judge everything you do, mm. whether it's ordering a pizza or if you're like, I'm going to go to the gym, then she's going to be like, oh, you're just going to give you crap about that. Terrible too. roommate. Who would be, th- maybe this is a good litmus test. Yeah. Who would be the better roommate? Oh, uh, geez. Because Gruntilda. You know she's probably not picking up after herself. Yeah, but neither is Banjo. Right. It's like for opposite reasons, though. She's sloppy. Banjo doesn't care. Right. He's like too cool. He's never had to do it before. That's right. Um, Banjo lives in the bubble. Banjo does live in the bubble. And Gruntilda also owns her own castle. <laughs> so you would be her roommate. Yeah. Which bo- is a whole like. That's a whole that's different also thing. That's a whole other right. thing. Like, yeah. And, and, like, the room you rent is nice, but you got to, like, swim under in some, like, underground tunnels to get there. Also, anytime you do something she doesn't like, she's, like, holding it over her head that she's a homeowner. And, like, 
you're not. Yeah. He yeah. can kick you out at any time. Banjo, you're not going to run, run his credit check, but his parents will put down any deposit they have to. That's right. They'll co-sign. <laughs> yeah, they'll, they'll co-sign. co-sign. Um, and uh, Drumstick, I will never live with a drumstick again. <laughs> We've all lived with We've a drumstick. We've all had that period where like, we think, like, I mean, yeah, he'll probably wreck some of my stuff and steal a girlfriend or two. But like, they're cool at work. You know, yeah. they're like nice enough. Here's what I think. Okay. I think Drumstick is our number three. Okay. Because Banjo and Gruntilda are our number one and two. I don't know what order yet. Yeah. I think you're right. I think Drumstick has come a long way, baby. <laughs> so number three is pretty good. Uh, all right. Banjo versus Gruntilda. Man. This is hard. This is tough. Because it's like, who do I want to be friends with and who would I actually be friends with? Well, and maybe we should take... Uh, let's assume... That there's no universe where we can be friends with either of them. Okay. It's a sad universe, but I understand what you're saying. Right. Well, I mean, one of the things about being an adult is that you have to realize that you just can't be friends with, that there are some people you can't be friends with. That's right. <clears throat> Which of these two characters best represents rare in the mid-90s? I mean, when you put it that way, it's hard to argue against Banjo. Yeah. And Banjo is also, like, the standard bearer that we see in, uh, like, coming to Smash. And is, like, part of, part of the reason that I'm excited to talk about rare stuff on a Nintendo show anyway is because of Banjo. Yeah, I, I, I think that's fair. I don't really have any argument against that. Gruntilda coming in at number two and Banjo at number one. Strong showing for Gruntilda. Uh, here is the lineup from 10 to 1. Coming in at number 10. Piplup, because he's a turtle, and I love him. <laughs> what did you call him? Uh, I called him Tipplup. <laughs> I think I combined Piplup, uh-huh. the Pokemon, with Tiptup, the turtle. <laughs> Tiptup, because he's a turtle, and I love him. Bumper, because he's a badger. He's cute. Um, Kazooie. Just mean. Just too mean. Uh, also, like uh, Banjo is an instrument. A kazoo, not an instrument. <laughs> It's a weird noise maker. Yeah, like banjo recorder, come talk to me. Yeah, that's a different start. Banjo clarinet, sure. Do a Dixieland thing. I'm into it. <laughs> Chunky Kong coming in at number seven. Number six is Conker. Five is Joanna Dark. Four is Lanky Kong. That's right, Lanky Kong coming in at number four. Uh, number three, Drumstick. Number two, Gruntilda. And Banjo coming in at number one, our favorite, the best. Rare character from the N64 era. Mark, did we do it? I think we did it. All right, great. Let's close this out. Okay, that is going to do it for this episode of Nintendo Cartridge Society. I feel like we had a couple of blind spots in here. Yeah, for sure. I think so. Uh, So if uh, any of our listeners would like to illuminate those blind spots for us, uh, please feel free to do so. Email us at NintendoCartridgeSociety at gmail.com and tell us where we went wrong. I mean, we're not wrong. We're not wrong. This list is, I think, definitive. Yeah. I mean, look, if you do your own list and Drumstick is not in your top three. I would understand um all right uh that's gonna do it for this episode of nintendo cartridge society remember please rate review and subscribe on apple Podcasts. if you like the episode you can share it on all of your favorite nintendo 64 forums 
or on Facebook or Twitter. On Twitter, I'm at Patrick underscore Ellers. Mark is at MKE Mitchell, and the show is at Nincart Society. The Facebook page is just Nintendo Cartridge Society. Olivia Duncan made our logo. Our theme music is provided by 8 Betty. You can get more of his music by going to 8BitBetty.com or by listening right now. For my co-host, Mark Mitchell, this is Patrick Ellers saying, let's nail down a personality for Conquer, huh? Just one. And thanks for listening. Campfire.